There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello. Hello! I'm Naomi. And I'm Danielle. And this is Batch Bits, the podcast where we um, bitch about The Bachelor, which is kind of actually what we're doing today. Isn't that exciting, Danielle? Yeah, first time in months. <laughs> in months, because we don't really care about it. Um, <laughs> and we have a, a, a perfect guest today, Ben Russell. Welcome to the podcast. Hello, thank you so much for having me. A long-time listener, first-time guest. and uh, Really? It is a uh, long time no, listener. Well, I listened, no, I listened to one previously before coming. I always do my. Oh, just for some always context. do research, you know, just. Uh, oh, no. Did you did you actually listen? You should, surely you didn't listen to the whole thing. We could. I could no, never get no, through. I one. mean, I, I don't really. I'm to be honest, I'm not a big podcast listener. And that's ironic mm. because I do a lot of podcasts. Yeah, yeah. but I would but say that just, your podcast, The Grub, is at least not punishing. I would say that our podcast is punishing because it's just us talking for sometimes up to two hours with no plan. Wow, you do two hour long. I don't have that time. I don't have that time. I've got to do stuff today. Um, no, 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 it's not. This one doesn't have to be two hours. Yeah, well, you can leave and we'll just keep talking <laughs> after. Uh, it's because we will like recap The Bachelor or like Married at First Sight and sometimes there is a lot of shit to get through. Yeah. Um, and it's we don't even care about it. it that's why we. Yeah. I, it's a punish. Um, but your podcast well, is actually I... well-structured and edited and effort put into it. Yeah, we put some effort into it for fuck's sake. Um <laughs> Check out the grub, but uh, very funny. I Daddy don't care about on it? the bachelor either. I really don't care mm. about the bachelor at all. No, it's I very don't boring. Watch it. I don't. I thought I find it very boring television, full of vapid and boring and uninteresting people. It's kind and of why the are you on the podcast the today, Ben? Uh, because I was involved in a wedding. Uh-huh. By involved, I mean invited, and I went uh, between Georgia Love and Lee, <laughs> the Bachelorette. <laughs> The the reigning couple of Bachelorette uh, season two three. Season I don't know. It was not season a season one? I watched. It is a season that I watched. Hang on, let me look it, it up. It wasn't season remember. one. I think it might have been season two, maybe. Bachelorette uh, AU. Okay, I looked up Bachelorette AU, and it's giving me a lot of um, <laughs> Bachelorette party supplies. So that's not what we a lot want. Of dicks and straws. Oh, yuck. If I ever have a hens party, I don't even want a hens party. It's the second worst kind of party. What First worst no, kind you, of party I mean, why not have a hens party? It's just an excuse to have a party and then to get fucked up, right? I think yeah. when, you, when you go wrong is when you have all those dick paraphernalia. And, oh, it's so you know, disgusting it's with, to me. It's the same with bachelor parties. Like, I don't want a fucking stripper. I think that that's fucked. Yeah. Well, I did um, say, they were like, what about a what about a female stripper? And I said, yeah, I, would, I wouldn't mind that. 
What if we just go to the day spa, Naomi, for your bachelorette <laughs> party? We'll just go to a day spa. Is, is there a different – is a bachelorette party the same as a hen's night or are they different things? Same thing. I think they the same thing. Mm. Okay, thank God. Oh, thank, thank fucking Christ. Okay, so she. I have like George- three weddings this year. It's like a lot to yeah. know where I've got to be for all the different ones. Mm. Mm. Um, so I my for my bachelor I bachelor party. I just want to go. I want to get a house in the country, and I want to do as many drugs as possible. Perfect. And just have a big night out. You know, a big night in the country with good mates. <laughs> That sounds amazing, but that's the thing. Yeah, like, I would think- you? It, would it just be guys? Because that's kind of the one, the another uh, other annoying thing for me is the separating the women and the men. And I don't know yeah. if it makes me a misogynist because then because my two fav two least favorite types of parties are hens, and the only thing above that as worse for me is baby shower. So I think I'm yeah. actually a pick me bitch, and I'm a misogynist because my two least favorite types of parties are ones where men aren't allowed to be there. I don't really get along with other women. <laughs> Honestly, there's just there's so much drama involved. Most every of my friends are guys. Actually, I went to I went to a bachelorette party that was fucked up. I um, it was on a boat. It was a booze cruise with topless waiters and then male strippers, right? And the audience, you know, those ones that go on the Yarra. And it's like mm. a low ceiling and, you know, it's mm-hmm. just kind of dingy. It was nine hens parties sitting Whoa. in like sections on chairs. And I and so we were in one of them. All the bride-to-bees are sitting up the front. And then like sort of one by one, they get called up during the show portion to like get a lap dance. Now, I don't know if you've ever seen a male stripper, but somehow yes. it's still the woman getting degraded. Yeah. They like grab your yeah, face and shove it into your <laughs> their crotch, and it's just like they just Life flip finds you around. A way, you know, yeah, it's we'll, beautiful. We'll find a way to fuck it up somehow. <laughs> anyway, so my friend getting married, same size as me. Um, she's getting her lap dance. Uh, mm-hmm. he's like you know holding her. He picks her up, bumps her head on this low ceiling. <laughs> she gets a concussion. They have to stop the boat. She gets off. Our entire party gets off. And we're all sort of standing on the side of the Yarra River, just like, you know, there's too many of us there. They're like, you know, we need some space. So me and one other girl get back on the boat, you know, while they're while they're sorting it out. Boat leaves. <laughs> so then there's eight hens parties. Our friends somewhere having a concussion. <laughs> and it's just me and this one other girl sitting there. So we end up getting lap dances because, like, there's no one else there. And uh, and then that stripper, he quit that night because he was like, I can't believe I did this. He felt so bad that he gave my friend a concussion oh. that he quit stripping. Yeah, no. <laughs> it was disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> and we found, and it was like there were too many people just standing on, but we also didn't know what the boat was going to leave. So we just got stuck on the party while my friend was in the hospital. <laughs> what a, what a speechless. <laughs> well, I'm just I got a look, like I don't understand like why he quit cuz I understand it's it's a low ceiling but it's not like he knocked her out with his like dick or something like he I accidentally guess, threw her into a roof. Yeah, but it was like what what am I doing with my life? I'm sure it wasn't oh, like a perfect cussing. job until then, you know. Yeah. Cussing okay. women. I think the reason why you hate children's parties is you're a big anti. You don't like poo humor and all like baby showers oh is, is like trying to taste food off a nappy. 
Did you know about this, Ben? No. So you get a bunch of nappies. They they will melt different chocolate bars into each of the nappies and like label them one to five, and then they pass them around the melted chocolate on the nappy, and you have to like smell it and taste it and try and figure out what chocolate bar it is, like Boost or Snickers. All or right, whatever. that's fucked. That's, that's <laughs> fucked yeah. up. Yeah. This fucked. is why women can't have parties because we're too this disgusting. Is that's not okay. Um, and we need to put a stop. It's to fucking this gross. That's, not, that's neither funny, clever, nor cool. <laughs> That's the. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just that's saying, the trifecta that's of fucked things. <laughs> that's what happens when you put women in charge of comedy. Absolute <laughs> it nonsense. It just goes wrong. <laughs> it's not now, okay. That's the worst thing I've ever heard. That's the worst thing you've ever told me. And you've told me some pretty fucked up shit, both of you. So, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now, Danny, I don't know if you remember this. But we said we would never have a man on this podcast. We made that promise to each other. Do you remember that? Yes, but the... Yes, I think we did. But that was also at a point where we were not having any guests on the podcast. So very easy to stick to. Um, And we also did not have a man who had been to a bachelor wedding. Yeah, I'm (laughs) the first man on the pod. Technically, Mark did pop in for one... You're only our third guest as well, ever. But um, That's very exciting. But yeah. uh, I also think that when we said that, we were a lot angrier at the world, and now we're sort mm. of tired. Yeah, I yeah, think when we started breaking, up, breaking it, in, so that's good. When we started, <laughs> it was not long until the Me Too stuff um, happened, and then I think collectively all women were extremely angry for a period of time. Mm. <laughs> yeah, not like now. Now we're all really happy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're chill. You're really cool and chill. <laughs> <laughs> Because everything's fixed, right? Like everything's Me Too fixed. movement, Me Too movement fixed at all. Exactly. Right? I don't know if you've yeah, read the you news know? lately, but women are thriving. <laughs> <laughs> Men have stopped being cunts. It's fine. Yeah, it's great. It's great. Uh, um, yeah. Now, Georgia was the Bachelorette for season two, so I, you guys, Danielle, you weren't watching back this far, um, no. Because I have watched every season of The Bachelor and The Bachelorette except for the very first one. Um, so I saw the first season of The Bachelorette was Sam Frost. Now, I don't know if you guys know the story there, but it's, it was a very entertaining one, actually, because she won season two of The Bachelor. He proposed and then broke up with her after the show aired, or during the show's airing, broke up with her and then started dating the woman who came third. <laughs> so people do not like him very much. And then she was... The first Bachelorette. Now, what I don't like, and Danielle, you know about this now too, is, mm-hmm. is, Dan- is Danielle frozen for you? Danielle, yeah, your, your internet is right. so Sorry. bad. Can you still hear me? I don't know what's happened. I don't know why. That's yeah, why I'm not talking that much because I don't want to interrupt if I'm listening to a conversation that happened 20 seconds ago. No, you're right. <laughs> Perfect for a podcaster. <laughs> not wanting to talk. Um. So Sam Frost was the first Bachelorette, and what they often do is they will take people from previous seasons and make them the Bachelor or the Bachelorette, and it is mm-hmm. never good. It is it is never good. They're good as bit parts. You make them the star. It doesn't work. Georgia Love, however, was a newscaster. She already had media training, and I think that is the one of the main things that make a season good to watch because I really, really enjoyed Georgia Love's season. I was a big fan. Mm. I thought she did a great job. I thought she seemed normal. Mm-hmm. I thought she seemed to actually care about the people she was dating. 
Mm-hmm. It was amazing. And also, I'm on the uh, Wikipedia page now. Out of all of the Bachelorettes, they are the only couple that are still together. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. And uh, Yeah. To yeah, you, congratulations, bitch. George. I love. Thank you so <laughs> thank you thank you very much for those. Congrats for me. Um, um so you went to the a, wedding. It was a fucking Yeah, it was a huge wedding. It's by far the biggest wedding I've ever been to. Can you detail well, what happened we from only, start? You know, talk to other little rats. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you want me to step through it now? Yes, because yeah, I heard yeah, it was three days okay. long. And I don't understand how that happened. Yeah, so it was it was very long. It was in Hobart. Apparently, I mean, Maggie didn't go to this because it was super expensive. But it was Maggie being your partner. Who yes, uh, the bachelor party friend. was a massive affair. Lots, what was the lots to do. Party? I don't, I don't exactly know, but it was a big thing. And so, how much um, was this bachelorette party? And Thank you so much for reporting back. Sorry. I think I saw the bachelorette party. I think I saw it on her Instagram. Actually, um, she was. Wearing Can I ask? Can I ask how much this bachelorette party was? Because I imagine from seeing photos that it was like a few grand potentially. Yeah, because Ben said it was really expensive. I I mean, a normal normal party by normal people who don't have sponsorships is like a few grand minimum, bro. Um, yeah, so it was like, it was, but it was still, um, it was prohibitively expensive for Mags at the time. Yeah. Um, just oh, because you like, have I'm to put in for job. the bachelorette. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, that's um, right. She was just like, I can't, I can't do it. Um, and apparently the Bucks party was a big thing as well. And then they had another Bucks party. They had two, apparently, allegedly. Um, oh, because the wedding one was close, moved? One, one closer to the date. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. they did that, and they had that, and then... Um, I'm seeing the, it now. They gave her a the, date card. They went um, onto a boat. Mm. Um, it was like the, it was themed like the show, which makes sense because the show is called um, The Bachelorette mm. with lots yep. of date cards. I remember that. I remember seeing that. Okay, Ben, please continue. So uh, <laughs> it was a three-day affair. Yes, that's true. So we there was pre-drinks that night before down at the pier in Hobart, which is a beautiful area. Mm. Um, so they had Cold? that. We didn't go to that one. Yeah, it was freezing. It was freezing, which <laughs> will then come into play later. Uh, so we um, we didn't go to that because we just got in. We couldn't be like we were just like let's just we got in late and we kind of missed like we would have missed most of it anyway. So you we catch didn't a plane or did you catch a boat? We catch a plane. And uh, then the next day, we go to Frogmore Estate, which is this beautiful winery in Hobart, overlooking oh. this uh, a just stunning valley and this massive sort of uh, dish, like radio dish antenna. Mm-hmm. Um, and and that is that a, like the... Caught a bu- double-decker bus in there. It was formal attire. Um, Danielle, what are you saying? It was... Oh, I was just asking, like, is the dish that... Is it Frogmore Estate? Is that the thing that you go to Frogmore Estate to look at? Like, is that the draw card or is it the winery or did it just happen to be there? I think it just happened to be there in the distance. It was really sort of a big, it was a grand sweeping vista. Apparently, allegedly, the uh, there was paparazzi in the bushes, <gasps> which was very exciting. People did, kept talking about paparazzi. Uh, no, I didn't see it. It became clear to me that uh, that th- these people love the paparazzi. Like mm. everyone there was influencers, and they absolutely adore the paparazzi. And they 
they worship them, but they have to keep up this guise that paparazzi is bad and terrible. But they actually <laughs> love the paparazzi. However, the grew the uh, the bride's father, um, he's I really like him. He's a really really nice dude, mm-hmm. and um, he got into a punch up on the way to the <gasps> vi- to the winery. Not a punch up, but a scuffle. A gentleman's scuffle with one of the paparazzi so he doesn't like him and he, he wow. had a great time he loved it like he loved getting into a little bit of a scuffle with a dirt bag you know and he was kind oh, of yeah. he was so he was pumped he was pumped cool. for it and he was that would also great. be the worst thing to see like that random daily mail shit written about your daughter you're like an old yeah. man i can imagine you'd yeah. just be ready to scuff him up yeah, he he, he was pretty stoked about it, actually, I reckon. <laughs> like, it was really, he was having a bit of fun. Anyway, so he was there. Uh, they did this, uh, and then the, the 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 wedding started. Everyone took their seats. They did a thing where they warm the rings, so they pass the rings over and everyone gets to hold them, which I thought was quite Extremely nice. Extremely COVID safe. <laughs> Extremely COVID safe, that's true. <laughs> it was a really nice little thing. Beautiful rings. Beautiful rings. I believe it was like a white gold silvery type thing. Oh, nice. white gold. Very, That's uh, very, very expensive. Maybe yeah. I'm wrong. Maybe I'm right. Who knows? Who no, cares, I don't know. Really? White, white <laughs> gold is just an you interesting choice now. Sentence, is yeah. it? Well, it was silver, maybe. I don't know. It definitely, in my mind, in my memory, it was not a golden, yellowy color. Yeah. What the fuck but is maybe white that's gold? because I did a lot of damage to my mind that evening. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, afterwards. Very nice, uh, very nice service actually. Beautiful um, dress. The MC was really good. Uh, the sorry, the celebrant. Um, their vows were actually quite nice. Um, was the had, celebrant funny? Yeah, yeah. He nice. had he had he had a good amount of little quips and fun things, and they they you know they were old friends, so it, it felt like it felt good and personal. And it was, I think, the wedding itself was a highlight for me of the wedding. I think it was a really nice <laughs> the ceremony. Service. The ceremony, that's right. Because often it was the a ceremony, ceremony can be fucking boring as shit. I yeah. I went to a wedding once, and um, based on the bride's family, it had to be like a, a Catholic service, mm. and I hated it so much. First of all, the yeah. priest wasn't miked, so we couldn't hear. I've anything. been to one of those, and they're just fucking awful. The Catholics yeah. don't know, like they rule ruin pretty much any thing that's supposed <laughs> to be fun. Uh, including just living. Yeah. They get um, quite a reputation these days, those guys. So uh they that those fucking weddings suck. Catholic weddings suck. Yeah. Uh, Catholics suck. Um <laughs> the Pope sucks. Wow. Fuck you. Wow, do you want me to write this um, anyway. down and edit it out? Are you are you cool to have this out there, Ben? Yeah, I'm fine with it. Wow, fine fuck. With it. <laughs> He'll say anything, yeah, this guy. I will. <laughs> um anyway. Uh, so the wedding was great. Then they, then they, uh, Did the you cry? photos took. No, I don't cry. That I only get one cry in life, and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna waste it. You haven't used it yet. No, you've never cried. <laughs> no, that's not true. That's not true. Which will become. Wait. Uh, oh well, my god. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So yeah, I was gonna yeah. say I was like Maggie told uh, me that I'm pretty sure you did cry. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I did, I did. 
but not during <laughs> but the ceremony because I often Just let me I'm trying to build a story and a journey here, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I I I can cry pretty easily during a ceremony. Um even if I yeah. don't know the couple very well at all when it gets to the vows mm. usually, which they didn't have at this Catholic wedding or they weren't marked and I couldn't hear them. I could just see mm. like 10 pictures of Jesus bleeding. Um Yeah, sick. That's what you want. You want a dead You want a dead dude. <laughs> so, so weird nice. they're so weird they're just like yeah. he did jesus did other stuff as well you could just have, paint a picture of him like you know i don't know feeding people fish rather than yeah they're really dwelling the on, out, that, dying. on that side of oh things you know anyway but no tears for you there no tears there and uh anyway they had uh photos after that which took a very long time and uh, there was a lot of influences there which um Oh, that would have taken um, they, so because they, they usually take hours anyway, right? Yeah, yeah, and they took it took a very long time. Question: It, it took a huge amount of time. Yeah. Uh, vows. Did they write their own vows. vows? They did, yeah, and they were really nice and personal. It had were they heart. funny That's or were they romantic? They were cute. I would okay. say cute, That's romantic. Good. Yeah. Not a poem. They were just nice. No, no poems. Do you no guys readings know... of, of anything? No, what is love is kind, love is patient, none of that bullshit. Do you guys know um, <laughs> who's uh, uh, who's that fucking tennis player? Hewitt, Leighton Hewitt. Beck Hewitt, yeah, 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 yeah. That that poem is. Danielle, do you know Hewitt. the Beck Hewitt poem? No. Did he write a poem for her? Was it an, an acrostic? Because like God, I no, hope it was an acrostic. No, she wrote a poem for him. <gasps> she wrote a poem she for him. A poem. Was it an acrostic? Read yes, read it. Yeah. All right, ready? L is for love. <laughs> L. Uh, okay, okay. This is a poem Beck Cartwright read out at the reception of her wedding. Okay, so not okay. the vows. Mm. Um, all right. Oh, this is on this. I found this on um, bad emotional poetry. The awful, truly awful poetry from the internet is the website. Okay. Mm. Long, li- long live love, we says. I really don't know where to start, but I definitely know you've captured my heart. It started that night you called me up to see if I'd play in the Starlight Cup. Way back then, little did we know that our love for one another could grow and grow. A text message or two is what kept us in touch, and I want you to know that I love you so much. It wasn't until late 2004 that I received another phone call. When we decided to meet, we went up the street for something to eat. From that day, I've been by your side, and look at me now, I'm here as your bride. I used to wish upon a star that I'd meet the perfect husband, and here you are. You're an inspiration to so many, including me. Anyone who's ever met you can count themselves lucky. I'm so lucky I've found the one. Being with you, I have nothing but fun. You are my best friend and my dream come true, and I'm so glad to be sharing this all with you. This is only the start of our dream together, but I promise to love you until forever. A poetically long time, to be sure. I can't wait to start my life with you. Just being together, our dreams will come true. I have no doubt I'm glad to be your wife. And being with me is now a part of your life. (laughs) I admire you for so many reasons. (sighs) I mean, look what happened at the Four Seasons. We're about to experience the miracle of life. But always remember, I'm so proud to be your wife. Having a family with you makes me so glad. Wrap it up, Beck. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for choosing me. By sticking together, we'll make a great family. Engaged and then married and now one on the way. I'll take such good care of you every day. It's safe 
to say I'll love you more and more, and marrying you today, I couldn't be more sure. Rebecca Hewitt, I'm your wife. I promise you one thing, stick with me, and you'll have a bloody good life. Oh, that's very bad. I think the thing I hate the most, well, I guess the thing is, like, it's it's good and bad. It's very bad in um, how it's written and how long it is and everything about it mm. as a poem but long. i guess if he is like willing to like this isn't the first time she's done a poem you know i i assume that if she thinks that this is like an okay right. normal thing to do and chill that he is also well, sitting there at the reception loving it oh she yes a yeah. I forget about that. oh my <laughs> god you would expect better <laughs> Would you though? Having I don't know any of the songs, of her songs. You know, that's true. What songs did she sing? Does yeah. anybody know any of them? Do you know? Fuck I'm knows. sure I knew one of them. Oh. What was her name before she got married? Beck Cartwright. Is that what you said? Beck. Somebody said that. Beck Cartwright. Right. Who's Beck was that her name? Beck, Beck, Beck Cartwright's Cartwright. song. Um, it's uh, all seats taken. Hang on, let me get it up. Let me get it up. Oh, we don't need anyway, to. Wait, shall I crack on? <laughs> yeah. Real quick. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, no, I remember. I'll crack on. <laughs> so the they're taking a lot. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ, yeah. Naomi. What? What's up? Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Nothing, so I taking, think. Um... They're taking a lot of photos. Everyone's taking photos. I'm getting stuck into the champagne. Okay. So you're there because sometimes bit. with I'm there. Sometimes at weddings you go away while they're taking the photos. No, no. So we can just we'll see them so you're and done. when they get done, we all get onto a bus and go to a second location. Hell yeah! You know what they say? And Never go with an influencer to a second location. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So there, that you know, everything's fine at this point. Everything's great. We walk in. It's this big kind of like. Sort of Victorian, huge building, but we're not in it. We're outside on this big, long, one singular table. I have seen photos that. of that. It's very beautiful. It looks like yeah. there's the building and then just nothing else. Yeah, it's huge and it's it's looks stunning. It is insta worthy, and then that is, I believe, the point. Um, <laughs> then, <laughs> no, really. <laughs> and then and we're serenaded by a barbershop trio as Ooh. we come in. Um, ah. Which is uh, really nice, and there's oysters, and there's canapes, and the uh, there's drinks, oh God, the and money. there's uh, you know Negronis and oh. cocktails, and so we're there, and they're they're doing this, and then they have their first dance, which they sing. Uh, so the barbershop trio sings um, "Gold Digger," the radio edit. <laughs> yes. I mean, thank the God. Yeah. by three. <laughs> I'm going to confirm this is. N-word. Three old white men, correct? Yes, yes. That's because so I, I saw this on Instagram. Um, she yeah. posted it, and I 
the suspense of me just waiting until they got to the chorus to <laughs> see too. what happens. I was like, why are they going to fucking do it? Well, that's no, the thing. When you play broke, that song, broke. when you when you play that song, like, in a big, like, I've seen people do it at karaoke. Yeah. Um, like, you, you, you can control what you sing, but you also can't control that you've got a group of people together and they might yell out the end. I remember seeing someone do that song at karaoke and it was three guys who didn't know each other. They were all white mm. and two of them didn't sing it. Actually, you know what? I think, no, it was, um, it was a Biggie Small song. What's that one? And if you don't know, now you know. I'm not going to say the next word because I'm white. But he, one of them did. And then at the end of the song, when the song ended, he, he yelled. And he was wearing like a bowler's, what's that little hat that like sort of. The farm like, hat. Tapers down at the front. Like farm a, hat? like a, I think it's like it's a like farm hat or like a baggy green. Yeah. Yeah. It's like cap. the farm hat. A flat cap. So he's wearing, he's wearing that and he goes, it's what Biggie would have wanted. I'm like, I don't think oh you my know Biggie God. at all. I don't think that's what Biggie would have wanted. <laughs> anyway, fact, so... I, 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 I reckon I could pretty much say to say Biggie would not want um, a white man to say the N-word to one of his songs. Yeah, I don't think he'd want three middle-aged, <laughs> yeah. um, balding white men to be singing his songs at all. <laughs> well, that's like when we went to Childish Gambino, it was so oh. great because whenever he, you know, whenever it was coming up, the whole crowd was singing along. Nothing. They would let him take it, take it, take it away. <laughs> really? Yeah, it was. Uh, that's really lovely. It was great. Yeah, it was that's really great. Because I saw No <laughs> Name. You know the so rapper that's progress. No Name. That's growth. I saw the rapper No Name, and so many of the white people were screaming out the N word. And now she's like, I never want to perform for white people again. And I'm so embarrassed because she was clearly so frustrated with the Melbourne audience because it was so white. And she was trying to get us to do a call and response, but it was a little bit more complicated than like one, two, three, four. And she tried it like 10 times, and no one could, <laughs> the crowd couldn't figure it out. <laughs> and shortly after, she swore off white audiences forever. And I was like, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. We are the worst. Um, anyway, Gold Digger is their song for some reason. Do yeah. you know why? So no, I don't know why. Very and funny. Anyway, <laughs> that br- that brings the house down. There's some more drinks. Then we sit down. Now, sit down weddings are my least favorite. I hate <laughs> seating plans. Just let us sit wherever we want. Why are we sitting? Especially because there wasn't very much food anyway. So it was just drinks, and I drank. Started drinking a lot because it was starting to get cold and it got oh. really cold outside you gotta um, warm up well that's the thing yeah, i find so I kept... when there's free drinks and also when the drinks are expensive i think people mm. like us who aren't used to being in those environments mm-hmm. try to get our money's worth which yes. is stupid <laughs> and also it's it's uh it's good to know like you probably should know that i just started on vivance like hell yeah brother week. and i hadn't been drinking for since like i hadn't been drinking all year so i've been it was a great it was probably not the great life decision i returned to drinking after not drinking for a year and also Mm. uh on amphetamines (laughs) and my body is just like still adjusting to vivance and what's the the, effect of that for like two weeks or so after vive like when i started, started taking it i felt a little bit crazy but now me too you know, it, it builds up yeah it really made me feel erratic and kind of like i was losing my mind a little bit 
Yeah, um, me but too. Now I'm fine. Oh, fun. Oh, I'm starting my, to settle into it too because I'm on 20 milligrams. You're on 30. 20 is the minimum. Yeah. And I'm like, this is too much. But now it's starting to like level out and I don't yeah. like wake up and feel like I'm actually high. <laughs> yeah, I thought that I was going insane. And it wasn't it wasn't euphoria, but it was something it was something more like um like I'd been distracted from all of my <laughs> yeah. uh mental health issues that are on, <laughs> besides ADHD and oh, taking really? ADHD medication lifted the cloud so that I could see them and they could see me and say and they all said hello. Oh, no. Um <laughs> So that's like, oh, no. there's that period of adjustment. Uh. Um, but now it's fine. I feel really good. I still haven't been but, drunk um, on Vivance. Yeah, Would you say I've, it I'm, kept you alert? It made it made me go harder. Mm. And it and it was it contrib it was not completely its fault, but it definitely was a contributor to my downfall later that evening. <laughs> um <laughs> So we were sat, and it became clear that we were sat around um, old bachelorette contestants. So Hell yeah. the old dude, some of the dudes that were on the show with uh, Georgia. There wait, 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 wait. Did you tell me you took a photo of the seating plan, right? I did, yes. Can you please send it? Okay, let me just. Because uh... I want to see if there's any names that I recognize. I doubt there is any that um, Danielle would know. No, um, but I, I may. So I got to. Let see me find this. it. Oh, seeds taken. There you go. <laughs> um. So yeah, and they, they were meatheads. Like they were just fucking gormless, fucking apes in suits. Oh wait, this is uh, the entire list. That's the entire list. Oh wow, who is uh, Disco Pill? Sorry, I'll stop doxing people. But <laughs> yeah. uh, he was—he—that's uh, his nickname, and he was the the celebrant, and he was really good. He's a oh, Mel, uh, he's a Hobart actor and musician, and uh, cool. big shout out to him. He did a fantastic job, absolute professional. Wow! If you're looking yeah. for a celebrant, if you're looking for a celebrant, disco. Shit. Do you think they flew him in? <gasps> no, What's he's from name? Hobart. Okay, Rob Mills. Rob Mills, Millsy was there. Didn't Millsy. talk to him. Even though I wanted to, but I didn't. I didn't get the chance because I don't know. But there you was a lot have. of that referencing. Right. Yeah, there was a lot of referencing that Millsy was here. I think um, he was the most. <laughs> I think he was the celebrity at the at the wedding. Yeah. Um, and uh, so he and he was loving it, and uh, you know he loves it. Millsy just loves it. He's happy. He's a happy guy. He gets he into like, it. He seems nice, and he gets into it. He embraces it. And uh, anyway, so He's I get on the more, more singer, fucked up. Which we loved. There's um, there's very little food on the tables uh, throughout the night, and um, I don't really eat because I've lost my appetite because of the vibe ants. And <laughs> oh. oh no! I start to outwardly say like call the dudes around me meatheads, and uh, oh, that's no. when things start to take a turn. I and I can think, feel it. And these people that you're on the, I mean, you had some football players, right? Yeah, well, that comes later. So at some okay. point in the evening, they took a break. For, so they had the speeches, then took a break and then had more speeches. And I didn't realize. And people had around the fire. And I think people were talking about sports. And I walked up to the group or something. Or maybe I was already in the group. It gets a bit hazy. And mm. I say that all sports people are narcissists and boring and can't <laughs> hold a conversation. And there is the there is Lana Wilkinson's 
husband who is a Carlton ex-footballer, Liam something. <laughs> he's there and everyone stops. Liam Cooney. Yep. And I, and I, and people kind of look at me and then I leave and then I oh, say something to yeah. Mags and they're still behind me when I say <laughs> I was very rude to these people and I kind of laugh about it and I'm out of control <laughs> at this point. I'm not me. I'm not, I'm not myself. And then I, things get very hazy up into that point. So it really escalates quite quickly for me. Um, I really take a turn. I think it was a whiskey that I had um, that really just sends me to hell. And I pass out a little bit. Uh, the father of the bride helps me a little bit and makes checks on me, makes sure I'm okay. He's very nice. And I apologize to him the morning, the morning after. I call him and I say sorry. Wait, so what, um, can, you, can you paint a picture of what this moment looked like? Of what? Of you, of you talking to, um, you I just talking t- to the the father of the bride, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Friday. So I just said, uh, called him. Were you sort sitting of morning down after. in a gutter? Because that's what no. I imagine. Oh no, I must sleep on a couch. Oh, okay. And then I get up. <laughs> Wait, outdoors? Go- Are you still outdoors? Yeah, everyone's outdoors. It is fucking cold. Oh. It is so cold. And uh, <laughs> there's a there's a saxophone player at some point and they play Les Mis songs and at some point all of the bachelor ex-bachelor contestant in a scripted moment during one of the speeches they sing um hello my name is Elder Price and wait, I have wait, the wait, most what? exciting news for you what? wait so there's Les Mis so no that's there's that's Book later, of Mormon sorry, I'm getting my time what is yes, happening yes I know I know so I'm getting a little bit mixed around because my time frame gets a little bit hazy around here and I apologize. <laughs> so there's the speeches. There's yes. that scripted moment where everyone sings from Book of Mormon. Wait, do they change um, the lyrics to no, hello? They just sing it. So they just talk and about people get up. Yeah. Hello, and my name is Elder the, Price. They can't hit that big high note at the end. Hello. Hello. <laughs> um Anyway, they do a good job. It's kind, of, it's kind of, you know, it's it's cute for a bunch of fucking absolute meatheads. I'm sorry, that's crazy. Just um, just just do just just do a musical. Just just go yeah. and do a musical. I feel like with these big events, people always want to fit in stuff yeah. that they've wanted to do. It's kind of similar to comedians, and they'll be like, "I've always wanted to be a singer. <laughs> I'll put this into my show." And you're like, yeah. Is, "Are you doing this because it's funny? Or are you doing this because?" <laughs> You also want to sing and you think, yeah. well, I can do it and no one's going to think it's really weird if I do it right now. <laughs> I think it's interesting because it was really nice. And, and Georgia and Lee, like, even though you might be skeptical, uh, however skeptical you might be, uh, I think that they do genuinely love each other. So that's nice. Oh, however, so, my, yeah, I, I believe my they experience do well. was My experience was just, I think I was freaked out because I was around so many influencers. And I found out that I actually absolutely hate influencers. I think that they are some of the worst <laughs> people in the world. They are what? just so vapid and boring. There were some good people at the wedding. There were some really good family friends uh, there. And we, I, met, I did have some good conversations and there were good people there. But a lot of those just straight up influencers, they were just, just, just terrible terrible people i think um, i would like to be in a room like that but as soon as i got in there i would just fucking panic and feel weird yeah. and short <laughs> and i think i think part of the reason why i got so kind of out of control and rude and a little bit and that's the extent of the rudeness just me b- 
being a cunt for some people and yeah. passing on the couch. Um, <laughs> then I think partly was it because it felt like high school again. Like it felt like I was back in high school and these people were the jocks and I was just like surrounded by them and I didn't know anyone. And I got so drunk. I got so <laughs> drunk. And then I, it kind of stirred up these emotions within me and I was, I was upset oh, by no. them. Oh, and, this is the worst possible chemical yeah. Um, yeah. concoction that you sh- you could give. Yes. Know, this reminds me of, I have know. you seen that episode of 30 Rock where she goes to a high school reunion to yeah. like, you know, stick it to them. And then she finds out that she was the weird one who was just insulting everyone all the time when they were trying to be friends with her. Yeah. In my mind, it feels <laughs> a lot like, um, like a sort of a cross between the wedding in sideways and when the wedding singer get goes crazy in the wedding singer um i kind of <laughs> i have a little i'm that guy i was that guy at a wedding i was that guy at the wedding well, luckily everyone guy. was luckily everyone else was just as fucked up so i feel like i kind oh, of faded me. into the background a lot but yeah. i was definitely um you know at, at one i went to a wedding in perth last was last year i don't even remember maybe it was the year before but um uh and andrew wolf a comedian was that guy and he was absolute mess and i was like i'm never gonna be that guy and here i am being andrew wolf at this wedding yeah, you were the joker uh, of the wedding wolf has a certain charm i think <laughs> it was upsetting um and then i went onto the, we got onto the bus and then i went got out of the bus and i was really angry at that point for some reason Oh. And I <laughs> ran the bus out take you? In, into Hobart and I ran out into the night and into Hobart and walked Alone? around for a bit. Yes. Without and then Maggie? I called, yeah. And then I called Maggie oh my God. and I got really upset and I cried. And then the she phone. found me. Yeah. And then she found oh my me. God, and ben. <laughs> I went home. Can oh you say where, she, where so she found worried. you? Can you say what you said to... I don't like, even know. You said to Maggie, "I'm, at ho- I'm at the hospital," and then she came to the hospital thinking you were hurt, and then you were just standing out the front of the hospital yeah. like you'd used it as a landmark. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh my god! I was very upset for some reason, and I don't know why I was upset. I don't know why. I was just so upset, and I was so, and I it was just all emotions oh, all at no. once. <laughs> and I really had a just a minor mental breakdown. Um, terrible for you. Yeah. So, oh also, God. she said she said she was with you completely, and then all of a sudden, you just like ran, like you ran away, and then the next thing was the message that you're at the hospital. Yeah, I, did. I ran away. <laughs> yeah. Was she like calling you? And yeah, yeah, and she got really worried, but then then I turned no, up. And then she- <laughs> Oh Obviously, um, the message yeah. I'm at the hospital is a very scary message to receive. Yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah. But I wasn't <laughs> thinking coherently. I wasn't myself. Yeah. I was in another oh, world. Oh, no. <laughs> anyway, wake up very, uh, very, feeling very sorry for myself, um, say, swearing off drinking altogether. And I'm not drinking anymore. I'm yeah. Off it. That um, sounds good but- for you. We did go to the after drinks, the recovery. I did show my stupid, fucked up little face <laughs> at that place. And uh, I, you know, uh, it was beautiful. It was this massive sort of mansion on the on the sort of waterfront in Hobart. Mm-hmm. Just absolutely stunning. Another great 
another sort of Instagram worthy place for the, all the influencers to really sink their teeth into. Yeah, yeah, and, nice. um, beautiful. But there were, you know, we chatted to some some of the nice people that we met at the wedding, and I, you know, talked to the bride and talked to the groom, and they were all every no, they didn't give a shit. They were totally chill. They didn't care that there was this little man <laughs> being an absolute maniac, scurrying around. They had, they had a great time. They appreciate and they laughed at the fact that I did. So they were very good sports about it, and and the Chris, the father of the bride, was a great sport about it as well. He, I, when I called him, he was. Uh, he was very chill about it so it was just you know that's great you probably yeah, in the it, end, it sounds it like fine. you um a lot of your turmoil was internal rather than external which is if you're I gonna have so, a breakdown at a wedding i, I definitely dis i definitely disgraced myself if i you know i, <laughs> I held i had no chill at some at points Oh, this is so. This is you're gonna hold on to this for the rest of your life. Hey? At least, at yeah. least you know it though. Was kind of, it was like you know how some yeah. people are just like they rule, they completely they go crazy at a party, they ruin the party, and then they're like, "That's just me, man. I'm crazy at a party." Oh my god! No, you can't yeah. be friends with people. That's that's a that's a cut off for me. That's <laughs> cutting the toxic people out of my life. <laughs> Vibes. Yeah, it was a it was beautiful wedding. Uh, uh, my only criticism, it was too cold and it was all outside. But other than that, so I mean, lavish. well, at least you had a suit, right? Yeah, that's right. I can't right. imagine and what the women were feeling. I know, they would have been fucking freezing. Did there they bring jackets at least? There were some real frocks. Uh, no, one lady was uh, that opposite us who uh, was in a very tight dress with that slicked back hair look. It was kind of a wet look <gasps> oh, for the hair. That. Oh, she was wearing a friend's jacket that was white that was very expensive and she fell over and got <gasps> wine all over it. So, no. you know, that was oh, fun. Um, Sounds like you weren't that, the only idiot. Yeah, there. exactly. Oh, there were so many idiots there. Thank but I God. think I was the I think I was the angriest for no reason whatsoever. <laughs> um <laughs> So, yeah, it was it was, you know, it yeah. happened. It sounds like I you were just like I a hadn't... few therapy sessions short for that one. I should. I made a couple of errors, okay, and those <laughs> errors were: I should not have drunk mm -hmm. while on brand new medication. Yeah, brand new uppers <laughs> as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, and? I think that's where. I, and I should have. I think that would have solved a lot of my problems. I think you also should not have run off into the night. Well, uh, that was, a, I think, if I had not drunk so much, then I wouldn't have run off into the night. But, uh, yeah, woke up, well, had some blisters on my feet, did a lot of walking, got my steps in at least, you know. And uh, was very oh, sheepish at the recovery drinks. Oh, I think no. You have a bit of I a hair people, of the dog? Or you said don't, no I think more at that point? Yeah, no, I, I think I I actually sort of, I was upset because even, I think at the time, these people, they were jocks and whatnot, and that kind of triggered me because I, you know, don't like jocks and don't, that sort of thing. Yeah, because, trauma. <laughs> yeah, but I think the worst thing that you can do at that situation is let them see that you don't like them. Like, you need to be a rock and you can't you need to be unreadable around those people. And if you can sort of give yeah, them yeah. shit in a way that they don't pick up on, great. But never let them see you. <laughs> never let them see you emote like weak. Yeah, yeah. No yeah. weakness. 
Yeah, that's, so the, you, that's what you need to do. So you might still be a few therapy sessions short for sure um, based on that. <laughs> what, no, around those people, they're awful. Yeah, but you just like, I think the answer would be to just not, not let them affect you. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> because they're strangers. They don't know who you are. They're, they exactly. didn't bully you in high school, Ben. I just, th- no, I think it's the Im- influencer thing. I just don't like influencers. I think that they're eroding our society because they give this, they broadcast these perfect lives when really they are nightmares to be around because they're always taking photos and they're very boring to be around so their life is not perfect at all but yeah. it, it sets unrealistic standards for for everyone out there that's stupid enough to follow them and it's then true. they end up feeling depressed and sad about their lives when in reality they are, they've got it so much better than these people that are broadcasting fake lives out there like it's their own so essentially, so that's, my, that's what genuinely pisses me off. So essentially, it was sort of like eight hours of Ben being inside Instagram, being flashed ads and perfect lives and things. And it, it, it's like you getting off Instagram after a breakdown from being on Instagram too much, just over the course of a day. Yeah, it's <laughs> it was a real peek behind the curtain. Uh, yeah, yeah. Actually, you know it made what? Me angry. I I did go. I have been to VidCon before, which is all like sort of content influencers i guess yeah. less so less so like the hot you know fitness people but more like vloggers and that kind of thing and it did make me weirdly very very anxious being around those people and i mm. couldn't figure out why it was just like their energy was like just disgusting yeah, it's, a, it's a real energy and it's so just money and uh, hustle 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 looks and that's everything there's nothing else no, gen- they're not being genuine because they no, have... No, there's, there's nothing there. Their whole job is uh, uh, their vibe. Yeah. They have to upkeep the brand. So I think that oh, when I talk about, like, I don't think it's so much the jocks. I think it's that that really grinds my goat. But, you know, yeah. I, you, you, Georgia is a... I, she would class herself as an influencer and she's a very nice person, a genuine person. So it can yeah, be done. Yeah, I yeah. just think that I saw so much of it. It was a bit of a sensory overload. And in my well, weakened mental cast. state, I was unable to uh, keep it together. <laughs> to say the least. Well, that's why yeah. that, that's why Georgia was the Bachelorette because I think you need someone with a genuinely good personality at the helm of the show, or it falls apart. Like we've seen yeah. with, I would say, all but two seasons of The Bachelor, including mm. fucking Honey Badger, worst thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Um, <laughs> And also the first um, season that we watched on this podcast. So that's very, very cute. Um, now, Ben. Yes. Um, quick question. Is there any reality TV that you do like? Uh, I watch just purely because Maggie watches it a lot. Mm. I watch uh, Real Housewives of mainly New, New York is probably my favorite. She loves the Real Housewives, eh? She loves the Real Housewives. She's a massive fan. She's always trying to push it on me. I've seen Real Housewives of Melbourne, which is amazing. It is by very the way. good. Um, and it's nice because so they're that'll be on grown. the TV. I've sort of seen all of the Housewives uh, spinoffs and iterations, and that'll so your be on the TV. Is New York? I sort of, I sort of. T- My favorite is New York. Um, I enjoy Beverly Hills as well, mm. and I like. Oh, that's uh, the one with the famous fight. Where they throw the drink. Is that Beverly yeah. Hills? Yeah, yeah, I believe it is. Yeah, one of the and best then, unscripted I, scenes in history. And I also like Melbourne as well because, you know, it's fun and these people are insane. 
but um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, so that, that's probably my one. But other than that, I am proudly reality TV free. I'm like an old man. But no, that, that is not true. Sits there and the cloud. You have recommended that I watch old reality TV, and that is what Danielle mm-hmm. and I are getting into now. Is right. it Rock of Love that you're in? Yes. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Thank you so much for reminding me. During lockdown, <laughs> we went through all seasons of Rock and Love, Rock of Love, and we watched them all. Rock and of it Love, is I... excellent television. Well, that's what we're going to start old on. School reality TV show. You know, it's one of the first ones, and it is so trashy. Brett Michaels. Brett Michaels, who is one of the worst people on the, like not on the and planet because I mean seasons? there's you know there's murderers, but he's a terrible person. Are there three seasons? Yeah. Are they and all they get... to get Brett Michaels a partner? Yeah. yeah. Oh, so it's the same as Rock. It's the same as Flavor of Love. It's yeah. It was I believe Flavor of Love was first, and then yes. Rock of Love it was second, but Rock of Love was the most popular one, and it's basically just him saying to the camera over and over again she's hot and I, you know she's hot she's amazing and just trying to pick from all these different uh strippers who he wants strippers. to yeah yeah they're all strippers oh yeah danielle we gotta get into one of these i mean i'm a big fan it's of flavor good. of love i've seen the first two seasons of flavor of love i had a, i struggled with the third season because i think the woman who won the second season of flavor of love really loved flavor flav and for yeah. him to dump her to do a third season uh, I, I couldn't get past it, to be honest. Um, I think, uh, yeah, I would put it, if I can amend my, I don't like reality TV. I like all, I like old reality TV shows on MTV um, <laughs> yeah. because they're real fun. Like I liked, I liked uh, uh, the, the what is it called? The Geordie, not Geordie Shore. Jersey, Jersey Shore. Jersey Shore. And I like mm. Double Shot of Love, which is Paulie and... Yeah, which is two of the dudes from Jersey Shore doing Double, Double Shot, Shot of Love. Is it Paulie yeah, and Vinny bad. or Paulie and the it's Situation? So or Yeah, Paul, Paulie and Ronnie. Paulie and Vinny. I think the Situation okay. is in jail. Oh, great. Wow. You should watch Kid Nation, Ben. We, we watched very, Kid Nation and it was fucking good. sick. Yeah, we reviewed Kid Nation on this pod and it's our most successful series to date because it's just they just put 40 kids in the middle of nowhere alone and mm. it... And they didn't make a second season because of all the lawsuits, and it's it's great. <laughs> they have to like There's several kill. instances where you're like, a kid is going to die. I yeah, they have to kill their to own animals. To, I would actually, I would actually listen to this, and I'm not being, I'm not, wow. I'm being sincere here. I would listen to a podcast of you guys watching Rock of Love because I think it would make you so angry. Yeah, I think all it, right, we'll do every, it. it. Like Rock of Love stands for everything that you. You guys are against. <laughs> Great. Can't wait to be I angry. I think you overestimate our... Um, <laughs> it is so... I think you is, overestimate our, um, our morals. <laughs> it is so exploitative and so demeaning to... So is Flavor uh, of Love, and I really got into that. He doesn't even use their real names. He gives them all a nickname and slams it, slams the sticker on their breast or their ass. <laughs> and all their names are like delicious, hottie. Uh, yeah. Doesn't even learn their names. Anyway, okay. Yeah, and I, mean, we... I think, I mean, Brad Michaels can only really say hot and awesome. That's kind of <laughs> the extent to his vocabulary. And he only has two songs and he'll play those two songs over and over again during Hell the show. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, well, and, yeah we got we to gotta do that. And yeah, it's we'll just do people that. with 
you know, real daddy issues and alcohol, <laughs> you know, problems with alcohol and drugs going on this show and getting fucked up and trying for some reason to win the love of Brad Michaels. But I don't know why, because he is just the worst Ed the Hardy wearing... Just oh, Ed Hardy, yeah. I have Ed Hardy. So much Ed Hardy. But don't tell anyone that it's Ed Hardy, please. Um, <laughs> all right, now, Ed ben, Hardy, we... juicy, you know, that real <laughs> yeah, stuff. Real good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Ben. A real, yes. We have a question <laughs> that we ask every guest on the pod, which okay. we forgot. Now, you're only the third guest, and we've already forgot to ask one of them. So, okay. <laughs> see the second it back. person. Danielle, please. Okay, so essentially, a few yes, years ago, um, Jono asked me a question, um, which was a hypothetical, which now I've bought into the podcast and has been an ongoing thing. Anyway, this is the question. So the question is, you, you okay, Naomi, quickly, would we make it Ben yes. or would it be Maggie because Ben's in a relationship with somebody? Like, ben. would ben, it's ben. Okay, it's Ben. Okay, so Ben, you, are, you wake up and you realize mm. you are going to have a baby today. Um, you mm-hmm. have an option. The universe says you can either have the baby today or you can eat a baby's arm and the baby will disappear. What do you choose? Do you so eat the baby's, eat arm? baby's arm? Yeah, it's a, it's a, you have to eat a baby's arm and the baby will go away or you have to keep the baby forever. I'll keep the baby. Okay, and this, okay. this question yeah. is twofold. So how many babies mm-hmm. would you have to have before you ate the baby's arm to stop having babies? <laughs> um, What's your limit? Uh, I mean, I don't know. It depends how painful the childbirth was. Considering I don't have a vagina, it would have to pop out of my butthole or peen. Um, they can do a C-section. Probably. They'll do a C-section. Yeah, or, but, you know, when you... Yeah, when, when yeah, you birth, yeah. Um, the the skin between your vagina and your asshole tears open anyway. So just imagine that yeah. whole area just just a flutter. Just but like yeah. I said, you I, can you can get a C section. We can't do that. It's, okay, sorry. <laughs> really you can, you, you will have to have C-section. your dick completely ruined. It ben, really makes so. an alfresco dining area yeah. of your <laughs> out of your asshole. So it's. <laughs> 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 um, uh, is, and is the baby with my part with Maggie? Maggie's yes. the mother. Yeah. Okay. I probably. I mean, I'd probably just have one. I think. I think. You know. Just think about it. We've just. You know. I think one is enough. And before I start, find a baby and eat their arm. Okay. So two. If you had to have two babies, you'd rather eat a baby's arm. Oh. And again, yeah, is it a sick the, baby? Like, can I get a sick baby? You don't know. You don't know where. It's basically a black market baby's arm. It comes to you on a plate. You do not know. Oh, so what I don't baby have to find a baby. To. I just no, I order it, a baby, a baby's arm, and, and a baby's arm comes. Yeah, just yeah, rocks but up. you know it was attached to a baby. Yeah, but I don't. I didn't have anything to do with the uh, the removal of that arm. I don't know if it, the baby was already dead, or you know, or if it was you know going to be grow up to be a mass murderer or anything i can just go or well, grow up to cure yeah. cancer i mean i feel like you're and if, it, knows, if, it, you know. if it makes you feel better i said zero i would immediately eat the baby's arm i would i would have yeah. zero babies so i'd if probably that... eat the baby's arm after one one's okay, enough yeah. <laughs> naomi said 100 and which is crazy basically just according to with... yeah so this is just uh, according to your plan on how many kids you want is essentially what you're doing yeah. 
<laughs> Very pragmatic. Naomi's was based I on how many anyway, you know, uh, she didn't want to die. So she said 100. She would have 100 babies before she's well, – at, at that point, all the babies are starving to death anyway because she can't afford to feed them all. Yeah, but you got to eat one baby. One baby's arm cures you from your pregnancy, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you're still going to kill one. Yeah. Or maybe not. Maybe that baby was just a one-armed person just wandering around for the rest of their life. Yeah, know. I don't know. I, I have, I, when Danielle posed this question to me, the reason I said 100 is because I can't bear the thought of taking a baby's arm from the baby. And Danielle was like, oh, I never thought about the baby. <laughs> she just... You can't think about the baby in this situation. <laughs> See, Naomi, I'm correct. I say that is the only thing stopping you from eating the baby's arm straight away is the fact that it comes from a baby. You can't think about the baby right now. <laughs> you know, you got... <laughs> okay, I'll just add Ben to the list of monsters. Oh my god, <laughs> monsters! <laughs> <laughs> Naomi, you also would um, eat a baby's arm. You would do it, but you just have a hundred babies. babies. You're still going to eat the baby's arm, so, so you're still a monster. You. Oh, Danielle, grow up! <laughs> Sick of you. Cancelling the podcast. Rude. Um, now, Ben, we usually um, we read out the ratings of the podcast. We read out if there's any new reviews. Okay. Um, and uh, and I'm just I'm just seeing how do you read the reviews? There you go. Uh, uh no, I don't think we have any new reviews. Uh oh. Um. Oh wait, how do we? How do I figure out? Shit. Hang on. Hang on, sorry. I was on. I got an iPhone, so I thought I'd go straight on the iPhone app now. Um, I do think that's important yeah. for everyone on the podcast to know that I do have an iPhone now, so yeah. I am taking better <clears throat> pictures. I am a girl's girl now, mm, mm. Um, which is really exciting for me. Um, yeah, you still you're Android, right, Ben? Yeah, I'm. I'm Android. Yeah, loser. <laughs> nah, man. Oh my god, nah. we have a new review. We have a new review from Argyle Noir. From the United States of America, Ben, okay. where you're from. Yep. The title of the review is Naomi's curtain bangs are gorgeous. Oh, finally. Somebody's saying something yes! nice about Naomi. Finally. Um, I love this pod, but I'm now more excited for the spin-off featuring Hum and Jono. Well, that will never be happening because they are <laughs> monsters. And honestly, whenever they're in the same room, I become instantly terrified because that is too much power and not enough mm. empathy. <laughs> Um, and Danielle, do you have a song for it? So Ben, the other thing we do is we sing a different song by, um, sing over a different song by Kevin McLeod every week. Um, uh, no, I don't because, for, because I sent you, know? you a text message and you didn't, you, you didn't respond to me because last week you got angry at me for picking a song we'd already done. So I sent you a text message to say, Naomi, Ooh. pick the song since you said last week you were going to take over it. So I'm going to make up my own mm. Kevin McLeod review, um, I guess, okay. mm-hmm. because Kevin McLeod's sure. reviews don't okay. often match the song at all. The descriptions so, of the, the descriptions of the songs. Have you ever read the descriptions of the songs by Kevin McLeod, Ben? No. Well, they're just they're like this. Um, uh, two pugs sitting on a beach. Uh, one eats a bunch of sand and then shits out a big sand donut of shit. And then a crab comes over and then... It makes it into those little balls that um, make up a crab's home, and um, 
Yeah, but at two two minutes thirty three, um, there's a synth in the song, and then um, there's some there's a bit of bass. Green leaves are usually the color of on a tree, except in August when they it starts to turn to winter in this country, and they get orange. And that's usually yeah. the sort of review, uh, sort of a that description was really for a song. Good. Thank you. Yeah. That's that was exactly great, what Danielle. a description would be from Kevin. <laughs> All right, well, that's enough. Um, ben, thank you for coming on the podcast. You have three live shows of The Grub. That's right. So we got, uh, Yeah, we do. So we've got The Grub and uh, that'll be happening for th- in one of the three weeks. One second. One second, please. One of the three weeks. One of the three weeks. Mean? But let me, let me just check it and see what's up. I'll tell you the dates, the dates of it. I think quick. this guy is ready to plug. Uh, I think I'm, I'm, doing, pl- I'm doing one on the 10th of April. Yep, the th- so That's April one? 3rd, 10th and 17th we'll be doing a sh- live shows at 3pm at Comedy Republic. Um, with secret special guests. With secret special guests, top secret. Who knows who will be there on the 10th? No exactly. way to know. Get your tickets in because we have <laughs> sold over 75% of our run already. So tickets are going fast. Oh, fuck. Wow. Shit. And uh, so make sure you get in I'm or gonna buy a fucking risk ticket. Moving, losing out. Fucking hell! Yeah. But you'll, will you re- release the um, recordings? Yes, we will. Yeah, nice, nice, nice. Um, but you all know, right. it'll be an electric atmosphere. Yeah, that's yeah. true. You want to catch the vibes? You can't get also, the vibes. Also, check out a uh, a show that I've sort of helped. Um, I wouldn't say direct, but definitely assisted in the workshopping and writing process. It's called Catching Jack. Ooh, who's and that? And it's with uh, three wonderful people, uh, Maddie, Ella, and Millie. They're doing a show at TIC. I don't know the dates. I think it's the first week. I think they're just doing the one week. But uh, the it's a little sketch. Conspiracy. Narrative-based sketch show. And it's oh, lots fun. of fun. Yeah, and they're very, they're, fun. They're very, very funny. So, um, yeah, they've done one show la- the year before. And um, this is their, their sort of next show all together and... It's uh, it's going to be a good one. So check that out as well, please. Ben, would you say that you are single-handedly responsible for ushering in um, a new generation of hilarious women? No, absolutely not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, and on that note, uh, that's the end of the pod. Please tune in next week. Bye. 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 <laughs>
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.